All right, guys, what is up? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And today's episode, I didn't even know what to title it because what I really wanted people to understand is that I wanted to say, just because you're overweight doesn't mean you're not under eating. And it, full, full transparency is I feel like people need to understand that even though you might have to lose weight, you might actually be under eating and that's why you're not seeing results. And it got me really thinking about a conversation I had with a client who is significantly overweight. And we talked about the guilt she felt about having a cupcake. And I'm like, listen, I'm like, if we're at a dinner table together and I decide to have a cupcake, do you think that I should feel guilty about having that cupcake? And she's like, no. And, and then I was like, well, why not? <laughs> and she's like, because you don't have to lose weight. And it's like, just because you have to lose weight doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to enjoy a cupcake. Full transparency, that's my opinion. So, and, and it's not about the cupcake, but it really is teaching people that like, just because you need to lose weight doesn't mean that you should not be teaching yourself how to feed your body and not always chronically dieting because a lot of times that's why you end up stuck where you're at. And even if you don't have a lot of weight to lose, this is going to be relevant for you as well. Maybe you only have like, you're trying to do that body recomp. You're trying to lose maybe five to 10 pounds of body fat, putting on a little bit lean muscle tissue. This is all really important for you guys to understand that under eating could actually be stalling your progress. So if you get any value out of today's episode or any of my episodes, please shoot me a message, shoot me a DM, let me know that you're listening. Um, but I'm going to get rolling right into it. And I'm going to start by talking about what I feel like you guys need to understand in terms of what you guys should look at in terms of symptoms. You know, what is your body telling you? And I'm going to break down a couple of the symptoms or the signs that you actually might be under eating. And, and these are not in any particular order. I just kind of started to list off a lot of the things that I look for when I'm talking to a potential client or a current client who I think might be under eating a little bit. So number one is the big one is inconsistent appetite, inconsistent signals from your brain for hunger and craving. So you might have a poor appetite where you're just like not really ever hungry, kind of sluggish with that, or you might have periods where you're like getting a lot of cravings and insatiable hunger. Uh, this is very common where you're just not getting good hunger and satiety cues. And that's because the hormones that regulate those things are often uh, dysregulated a little bit in your system. Number two, I put obviously an unobvious one is poor energy. Um, man, I get this energy slump every day around 2, 2.30 or 3 p.m. And I have to get a, you know, a coffee or an energy drink to keep me awake. Or I'm, you know, reaching for the M&Ms in the candy jar. You know, this is a, another symptom that you might be under eating. Number three um, is being more injury prone or having poor recovery. If you are in the gym and you find that you're always getting injured, um, or you just find that like you just, every workout seems to really tax you that you just can't recover. Maybe you leave the gym and you have to go to a full-time job and you're literally like tired all day after your workout. This is a sign that you're under eating, um, lack of progress in the gym. So you're not building muscle, even though you're like lifting heavier, maybe, maybe the strength isn't coming along like it should be. You're watching all of your friends setting PRs and you're still lifting the same weight every single week. Uh, another one is lack of mental focus. You're, you're having a hard time thinking throughout your day. Maybe you're, you know, maybe you're thinking, but like things are moving a little bit slower. Maybe you feel a little bit foggy headed. Your eyes are a little puffy. Uh, you just feel a little tired throughout your day. And it's not really necessarily tired or fatigue. It's just, you feel a little bit like not really all there mentally. Uh, even your, your mood swings, your irritability, your ability to handle stress of your day, you might be, you know, hypersensitive to things that you normally aren't sensitive to. Maybe your motivation to do things that the day, your productivity is going down and you really just want to like, you're, you're very lazy feeling and you don't really know why. Maybe you're not a lazy person by nature, but you feel a little off. 
Um, bigger ones are things like you're having a hard time sleeping. Um, all of a sudden you're finding it hard to fall asleep or stay asleep. And I get this a lot. It's like, I can't, I can't seem to figure out why I'm waking up and I'm like wide awake. And I'm like thinking about all the things I have to do in my day. Um, maybe you're a female, you're experiencing some irregular periods or, you know, you're feeling that your hormones are kind of off poor sex drive. Um, and, and a big one for a lot of people out there that are trying to lose weight is they have this like overarching feeling of just like feeling puffy. They just feel, they don't know how to describe it. They just feel puffy. They just feel bloated. They feel blah. Gut health is another big one. Um, just feeling like your, your gut's not normal, whether you have constipation or diarrhea, bloating, gas, these are all signs that you guys might be under eating long-term. You might see other things change. Like maybe your hair, skin, and nails start to change. Maybe you are seeing a lack of muscle mass. Maybe you're seeing more fat accumulate. And the biggest reasons for this are the fact that the metabolism is now trying to adapt to those changes. And the hormones are also likely changing to um, make up for those changes as well. So a lot of things here for you guys to consider in terms of, are you actually under eating? And it can be a hard thing to navigate because as I mentioned, a lot of people are also trying to get leaner. They're trying to look better. Um, and they're, and they're kind of forcing themselves and it's like, I've got to control my calories. I've got to control my diet, but I'm also experiencing all these things. And I don't really know what I should be doing. I I'm kind of like confused. I'm kind of scared to eat more. Um, and maybe they don't really think that they're not under eating. And so I want to go over more importantly today, essentially the different types of under eating and how to troubleshoot which one you might be experiencing. And this is going to be hopefully helpful for you guys out there that maybe think that you aren't under eating. Maybe you do tend to indulge a little bit, but you still feel like you're, something's not quite right. You might be under eating, but it might not be the type of under eating that you think. So first of all, let's go into what does the calculator say? And this is the common sense thing. Guys go online. There is a gazillion places out there. Just type in Mifflin St. Jor. Uh, and type in your age, height, weight, and it's going to give you out your basal metabolic rate. Your basal metabolic rate is essentially what your body's needs are at rest. Now, this isn't going to be 100% accurate because obviously it doesn't take into consideration how much lean muscle tissue you have. Leaner individuals are going to have a higher muscle metabolic rate. So if you have a lot more muscle mass on you, you're going to have a little bit higher metabolic rate. So having your actual body fat percentage does sometimes help with that. Um, and it doesn't also make up for, you know, other things that might be going on in your life. So how your body is responding to metabolic changes and then your total daily energy expenditure, you can, it'll actually usually ask you like, what is your activity? Like how much are you working out? What is your you know type of work do you do? Um, you can get a pretty rough estimate there in a ballpark figure of within 200 calories or so where you are from a day-to-day -day basis. So when you have those numbers, that gives you an idea of, okay, this is how much my body needs to sustain where I'm at right now with my current activity level. Now, if you know that your daily activity level is, you know, not very consistent. So if you're at the gym five days a week for two weeks, and then you're not at the gym for six weeks, I would go with the more sedentary one because your body does, you know, take time to adapt to those changes. So don't, don't overestimate there. Make sure that you're kind of being a little bit conservative, just if you want to be safe, because a lot of people that are under eating are also kind of metabolically adapted. I'm going to go into that a little bit more in a second. So first off, you want to know, um, kind of like, you know, where you're, where you should be in terms of maintaining weight. That's from a calorie perspective, but now let's talk about where this is going to be relevant in terms of getting you guys to understand how to assess and address this issue is the different types of under eating. Okay. You can be under eating calories, but actually eating very clean, high quality, high protein diets. And this is very common with people out there that are uh, maybe from a clean eating background, maybe a bodybuilding background. Maybe they just have an overemphasis on 
the right types of things. They know what they should be doing, but they're not eating enough. Okay. So they typically do get enough protein in their diet. They probably do get enough uh, nutrients from like vegetables and things like that, but their overall caloric intake from the macronutrients, carbohydrates and fats is often usually very low. And they're living on somewhere around, you know, a thousand to 1200 calories a day. And they do get enough protein. And these individuals often do look somewhat lean, but they're also experiencing a lot of those same issues. They also might be doing this the majority of the time, but not recognizing that like it's leading them to overindulge on the weekends. And they tend to have a couple of drinks, get a little bit loose. Um, maybe they start to overconsume some foods that they usually wouldn't eat throughout their regular day. And this is where we can see that fat accumulation start to happen or they're starting to lose that leanness. Number two is you could be under eating calories and under eating nutrients. And this is a very common one as well. I'm going to take a quick sip of my drink, guys. Okay, this is probably more common is um, people that have a very busy lifestyle. And I see this a lot in very sedentary populations is that they're kind of like they don't get any hunger and satiety cues. They're maybe eating like one meal a day and it's super highly processed. It's like a donut for breakfast and then like they skip lunch. They might have a coffee with like some kind of sweetened, you know, sugar in there. And then like dinner's like a small plate of pasta, like just not eating enough calories and not getting in enough nutrients. And these people often experience a lot of, in fact, this is probably first versus the first one. This one, you're probably going to get a lot more of the long-term uh, negative effects of, because at least with the, when you have an emphasis on the higher quality stuff, you are getting some nutrients with these people. They are nutrient void and calorie void. So a lot of the things that your body does need uh, those nutrients for the body's not getting. So they'll see a lot of the long-term symptoms like poor thyroid function and all those things, which can also happen with the first population, but um, the hair, skin and nails, the gut, the hormones, all that stuff as well. So those are the two main types of under eating that I feel like people need to be aware of is that, you know, you can be eating a thousand calories a day. And the bottom line is you can be eating a thousand calories a day from chicken and broccoli or a thousand calories a day from gummy bears. And your body's going to still be underfed but eating very different nutrients. So either way, they need to be eating more. But one's focus should be first on like, let's get you eating the right things first, getting that protein number up, and then we'll bring calories up. Now let's talk about a different case scenario. So a lot of times people are like, I don't think I'm eating enough. And they might actually be getting in enough calories, but they're not getting in enough nutrients. This is kind of like my second population that I talked about. They're under eating calories, but consuming mostly processed foods. Oftentimes people are overeating calories and they're under eating nutrients. So uh, they don't even realize how many calories they're eating because the food is very processed. It's higher. Uh, it's more dense. And so the calorie content for small amounts isn't quite um, enough to satiate. So they end up overindulging a little bit. However, these people are also underfed. So you can be overeating and actually be underfed because even though this person might be overeating, um, they're not getting in enough nutrients. So they're over-consuming calories from carbohydrates and fats, a lot of those hyperpalatable foods, while they are under-eating nutrients from things like protein, veggies, and fiber. So this person needs more of likely a, probably a little bit of a calorie, a little bit less calories, but a little bit more of a focus on the nutrients. That's why I think it's important to understand that underfeeding isn't just a calorie equation, that there's other pieces of it. And the last one that I put down here is that you can be overeating calories 
and actually under eating food volume. And this is kind of, you know, a, a spinoff of that second one or the one that I just mentioned is that like, you just might not ever feel satiated because the foods that you're eating are so calorically dense that you're figuring out why you're, you're never hungry or why you're always hungry. You might actually need to eat more food volume, which comes from once again, cleaning up food quality. So very similar to that as well. So the main thing that I want you guys to understand is that you can be under eating and actually be getting too many calories and you might be under eating and you might actually just have to change your macronutrients. There's just different ways to look at it. It's not just this one size fits all that if you're eating enough calories, it's okay, that there's other components of your nutrition that need to be addressed. So going back to that calorie calculator and trying to figure out where you're at is, you know, all right, first of all, let's start by taking an assessment of your current diet and figure out where you might fall into the spectrum. Okay. So the first thing that you're going to do, if you're looking to actually figure out one, do I need to be eating more or do I need to dial in my types of foods that I'm eating or all those things, we're going to assess your diet. Uh, and I actually put the first step here is to honestly take yourself seriously. Okay. Take this process seriously. If you've been struggling with figuring this out for a long time, take four to six weeks right now and be like, I'm going to rip the bandaid off. And I'm going to say, I'm going to put this to work and see if I can't get things figured out. So number one is get a food scale and start tracking your food in an app. I say an app, you can totally use pen and paper, but the app is going to make it that much easier for you guys. Why the food scale? Because if you're trying to troubleshoot, if you're overeating or undereating, portions matter. And so we need to actually see what portions are like. And I don't care who you are. We all have a loose eye when it comes to the foods we love and a tight eye when it comes to foods we don't want to eat. So we want to make sure we're getting in the right amount of food. And we want to assess that from an accurate perspective. This is for you guys out there. Like, I want to take this seriously. I am tired of feeling this way. So track everything you eat um, for seven days. If you do have some instances where like maybe you're eating out, um, which will be another thing we'll troubleshoot, um, then do your best you can to eyeball, but you should be minimizing that. And that might also be part of the problem. People don't even realize how much they're eating out and they're over consuming calories from the wrong foods just because they're getting in a lot of fats because a lot of restaurants are going to add a lot of fat to add more flavor to those foods. So trying to calculate everything you can for seven days, like get an audit of what you're eating. Um, also, if you can do one better, try and pay attention to your biofeedback. You know, how do you feel every day? Like you're like, man, I'm getting an energy slump. What did I have for lunch? Oh, I had a, a bowl of soup and that was it. Okay. Probably need to be eating more calories there. So now you're like starting to learn about how your body's responding to things. How do you wake up in the morning? How do you show up in your workouts? How do you show up in your day? Maybe checking changes in that kinds of stuff or, or not, not the changes right now, but tracking, tracking how your food is affecting the way you're feeling throughout the day. Step three. All right. So you've got, you're taking yourself seriously. You got your food scale. You got your, my fitness pal app or whatever app you're using. You're tracking your food for seven days and you've got this audit to review. Okay. We're going to review a few things. First thing we're going to review is your overall calorie intake. How many calories are you taking in? Look at every single day. Watch for changes up and down. You know, did you notice that Monday, Tuesday, you were super low? Wednesday, you had maybe a luncheon and you're really over the top. Thursday, the same thing, super low. And then maybe Friday, you're over the top. You had drinks with your friends. Kind of figuring out where your caloric intake is from day to day. Um, and then step two is you're going to look at the macronutrient component of those meals or of those days. So how much protein are you getting in regularly every single day? You know, how much carbs are you getting in every single day? How much fats are you getting in every single day? And then you're going to take a look at your food quality. So what does your food quality look like? You know, 
How much fiber are you getting in? You can see that on there. How many, you know, fruits and vegetables are you getting in throughout the day? How much lean protein are you getting in? Where are you getting in all of those types of things? And then looking at your overall meal balance. So if you're seeing that you're finding all these ups and downs in those numbers from day to day, can you look back at your meals and be like, well, my breakfast is usually just a donut. And then my lunch is usually just like chicken and salad. And then my dinner is usually like whatever the kids want. And it's usually macaroni and cheese and, you know, whatever kind of meat I decide to have with that. You know, take a look at where your meals are looking at in terms of overall calorie and macronutrient balance. And, and yeah, so even calories, maybe you find that like your breakfast is only like a hundred calories and your lunch is like 200 calories, but then your dinner is like a thousand calories. So often just fixing the, that kind of stuff can help. So also another type of under eating is you might not be under eating calories altogether, but maybe you're under eating just at different times of the day. And we're figuring out how to plan your meals out better might help you feel better. So that's going to go over like the assessment part of it. So what do we do next in terms of how do I go about fix this? Cause this is really overwhelming, right? I'm sure right now you guys are thinking about, Oh my God, uh, an audit and like assessing all this so much work. This is where honestly having a coach comes in because no longer you're no longer doing the audit. All you're doing is the one thing, which is tracking your food accurately and having a coach come in and be like, Hey, here's what I see. Here's what I want you to work on this first week. And that's why I put, it depends. Troubleshooting the problem is more than just a one size fits all answer. It really depends on the issues. And sometimes by fixing one thing, you might fix the other things. So whereas you might look at this like, oh my God, I'm under consuming protein. How do I get all this protein in? And I can look at your diet and be like, well, their dinner is usually pretty good in protein. Their lunch is decent. They just need to maybe add protein at breakfast and snacks. And then rather than focusing on how do I get all this protein, in, I simply tell you, hey, let's add a protein source at breakfast and let's, let's add in two protein heavy snacks. And now you've got two, you know, two things to focus on that aren't so overwhelming. Um, you know, and that's why it's not really a one size all fits all one size fits all approach. But I will tell you this, when it comes to troubleshooting, what to do next is first thing that you're going to want to do is ensure that you're getting your macronutrient intake and calorie intake up to where it should be. And if you notice that you are chronically underfed, uh, you are likely going to want to start to bring calories up slowly. Now, tomorrow in my Facebook group, I am doing a live training on reverse dieting because this is something that can be very scary um, and that people are really afraid of regaining weight or gaining weight or not seeing progress uh, going in the right direction. And I'm going to go over some methods and reasons why this can actually help you be more successful. Um, so you might need to be bringing calories up. Number two, if it's just looking at your food and you're like, man, I am like getting in like decent calories some days, but not other days. And it's mostly because you're just winging it. It might be getting you a little bit better about planning ahead and getting more consistent intake throughout the day and throughout the week. And, you know, that will help you guys figure out where you guys should be putting your emphasis on. Maybe it's cooking more at home. Uh, maybe it's, you know, just making better choices at restaurants, whatever that might look like. Uh, maybe it's food quality needs to be addressed. We can kind of address cleaning things up a little bit from a uh, a perspective that is manageable for you, not just thinking about, I've got to go on this clean eating plan or this whole 30. I'm going to make some small changes this week to make me more successful next week. So it's not really a one size fits all approach. Now, if you are looking at maybe getting a little bit more help and guidance on fixing your diet and maybe troubleshooting where you might be under eating and maybe making some better choices to help you make something that's more successful for you or sustainable for you, shoot me a message, shoot me a DM. I have been doing a lot of assessments for people and just giving them an overall map out of what I would do to kind of help get them started because I am very passionate about helping you guys out there. And so if you got any value out of this episode um, or you are interested in learning more about it, or 
you want to join my live training tomorrow, uh, shoot me a DM. Um, I put my Instagram handle on there. Um, I will also have a little bit of uh, materials for you guys as well to take home if you are joining the live training. Um, but other than that, guys, have a great week and I will talk to you all on the next episode.